Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Today we are joined by Alan and Angie Thomas. On March 2nd in 2017, Alan Thomas at the young age of 55 stepped on the scales and it read 304 pounds. Literally panic set in. It was the day after Alan's 31st wedding anniversary and three thoughts ran, ran through his head. First, Alan could not recall ever meeting a 65-year-old man that was more than 100 pounds overweight. That means that Alan had less than 10 years to live. Second, that Alan would be known as Angie's first husband since he would probably be dead in less than 10 years. And third, that all of his dreams that that Alan hoped to accomplish in the future would be cut short by his obesity. Alan's coach asked him what was holding him back. To which he replied, my weight. That interaction led him to committing publicly on Facebook to lose 129 pounds within 252 days. After Alan started posting his scales, his wife Angie decided to join him. Alan, Angie, thank you guys so much for jumping on the podcast. We're excited to talk to you guys. Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. Thanks for having and us. Jocelyn, thank you. And Jocelyn, that's right. <laughs> Uh, so, Alan, let's talk a little bit about what brought you to where you are today. What brought me to the 304 brought me down from the 304. Let's, let's start with let's start with what brought you to 304, and then we can go into what. Well, I think uh, Jocelyn, a lot of it was um, you know was comparison. Uh, always looking for somebody to you know. You, a lot of people ask me say. You know, when did you realize you were losing weight or gaining weight or when would you realize you were getting bigger? Well, you know the whole time, but you, you sort of have this mentality that nobody can tell. And you look around. We live at the, within a mile of the beach and you look around the beach and you can always find somebody that weighs more than you. So that was part of it. But honestly, what um, what when you dig a little deeper and I think this is the case with um, especially men who struggle with their weight is it's probably the greatest cover-up going on in America today. And, uh, you know, we cover up what our hopes and dreams are by, by having one more bite because it feels good and it's a way that we anesthetize ourselves. I think I said that word right. You're, you're in the medical community. I, uh, that, we, that we medicate ourselves to, you know, putting up with something and then the problem what starts out is a little bit becomes bigger and bigger and then it pushes us further and further away from what we really want. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can definitely relate to (laughs) to that to some extent. Um, So what made you make that shift to start losing the weight? Like we talked about that a little bit in your intro, but yeah, I mean, (laughs) the, the shift itself, I mean, it, you know, there's, for most people, especially men, I mean, I can speak to, you know, men, I think we, you know, no different than ladies. I mean, we know that we, we've got weight to lose. We know that, 
that it's a shortcoming that we have. And we get this, this spot in our mind where we continue to say, I can't, I can't, I can't. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, you know, in, in men, you know, whether, I mean, how many, I can't tell you how many chairs I sat in that were too narrow because the arms were, were too close together. The arms were just fine. It was me that was spreading them out. It was, or, you know, getting on an airplane and having to use a seatbelt extender or, you know, you know, just, you know, looking lousy, feeling lousy, feeling like I was a failure, you know, with it. But what, what makes the shift, you know, for me, it was when the pain of continuing in the direction that I was headed was, was greater than the pain to, to do something about it. And for some reason on that day on March 2nd that you alluded to in the, um, or that you talked about in the intro, that day on March 2nd, it wasn't about me becoming a size 32 waist with six pack abs. I mean, it was, it was about all these things I talked about for, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 years that I wanted to do. It was that those things were never going to happen. And it was, it was that, you know, my wife who I've been married to for 31 years that she was, you know, I'm sure after I was dead and gone from some obesity related death, she, she, she wouldn't give me a proper season of mourning. And then some guy's going to snatch her up and live the life that I was supposed to live in, in, you know, my daughters and my sons who I don't have grandchildren yet, but they, you know, having, having grandchildren and having the fruits of, you know, what a long life is supposed to be. And it, and I realized in that moment, it was a disaster that I really had some control over. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do at that point. I mean, a lot of people have seen the picture of the 304 pound scale. And it wasn't that I got on the morning day and said, today's the day I take a picture of my scale. I mean, what happened was I had my cell phone near me, just like most people do. Uh, you know, it would be as though you had a, a massive tree fall in a neighbor's house. And that massive tree just, you know, causes loud kaboom. You run outside, you grab your phone, you dial 911, you run over to see if you can save anybody. Those are the two natural things. And the most natural things to do in, in the United States of America on any disaster is you take a picture. So I literally reached for my cell phone and took a picture of that. It wasn't that, oh, I'm going to be posting my scales to Facebook for the next 200 and something days. I mean, it was just like, oh, my God, that's it was the it was Thomas Edison watching his watching his factory burn down with everything that he had in it, the disaster. And he told he told his son, go get your mother. You're unlikely to see an event like this as long as you live. So that was it was a point of disaster. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And Angie, I, I want to make sure that we get you in on this. So you're married to Alan and he's he's kind of going through these internal struggles. Talk to us a little bit about like your internal struggles. Was weight something that you were even conscious about that? Yes. yes, just like he had been on numerous times. Actually, I'd kept my weight low until the fourth child. And then homeschooling and a busy just life with three, you know, other older boys. Then we have Ashley and I didn't invest in myself, you know, and actually my weight wasn't, wasn't bad. In other words, I probably was only like 145 after having, you know, the four child, which isn't bad when we moved here because we had been on a, a great plan, but we were moving here to enjoy the beautiful beaches and the walking. Well, we didn't factor in where all the wonderful new restaurants we would have a chance to try. And, and there are many. So the first year or so we're, you know, not every day, of course, but we're enjoying our new environment, our new beautiful 
Amelia Island, Fernandina Beach. You know, yes, we got in our waltz, but you can't you can't walk enough, you know, to out uh, outdo what you're intaking. So, you know, yeah, we gained weight. I mean, so many the social things just took over, and uh, the social of fun of eating for fun. Um, and it just, yes, I had no idea. And yes, years, um, probably it was only after having the fourth child that I really started not, you know, allowing the nurse to weigh or have me or weighing. And I was just saying, I'm not skinny and I'm not obese. Well, obviously I was at 188. So, um, but we had been on a business retreat, a business weekend, and there was a photo um, that was posted actually of Al and I with another couple. They're a little younger. They're about 15 years younger than we are. And they're the couple we used to be. Okay. They're the couple we used to be. So side by side, that too was a really big wake up call. And um, so, yeah, we, you know, health is the main, obviously the main concern, but naturally you want to look good. You, you feel better if you think you look better. I mean, there's just something psychological about it. It would be silly to sit here and say, you know, that's not, but it's true. But our daughter was young, you know, too, while we're, um, she's only in high school still. We want to be here for her and to see her yeah. graduate and to see all of the, like Alan said, uh, one day have grandchildren and you know, you'd have a lot more energy and, and so forth. So yes, it's great to look good. And, you know, I love Alan rating our, um, he's now 21, but at 19 or so, our, our 19 year old's closet, and I was writing, uh, and I had to write Ashley's closet when she was in 10th grade because that we had no clothes, you know, we had lost a lot of weight and we had no clothes. And it's pretty cool to go in and, and borrow from your teenagers. <laughs> My daughter didn't like it so much. She's like, Mom, but anyway. It was it was good. They're very happy that we, that we're going to be around unless something unforeseen happens. You know, you can't predict the getting hit by the train or something like that. But as far as our health, we, we've just recently had physicals and, you know, got very good reports and um, the doctor's very pleased with, with both of where we were. So, and are, so. Yeah. It sounds like both of you, your stories, it, it, it sounds like it was a slow creep really the weight gain was yeah. great. Would, would you agree with that or? Yeah, I mean, I, I do, but, but one thing that I'll say this and, and Matt, you know, Matt knows this from my philosophy on the whole weight, weight loss industry and, and everything is it doesn't have anything to do with the food. It doesn't have anything to do with the exercise. It doesn't. And, and what by saying that people say, well, how can you possibly say that you have to eat food to gain weight? You have to do exercise to get healthy. You have, how can you possibly say that? Well, if, if diet was the answer, if health was the answer, now that's the goal. Uh, I'm saying if all these things were the answer, then everybody in America would be, a, uh, all the women would be size four and all the men would have size 32 waist and have six pack abs. I mean, we all know what to do. And, and one of the things that when I, when I recognized that, and, I, and that was a couple of weeks later, I was, which you alluded to when I was asked by a coach, you know, what's holding you back? I was in a, I was in a coaching call with, uh, with on Nick Unsworth's a Life on Fire Challenge, and shout out to Nick. And he, um, one of his coaches, I got a 10-minute interview, not interview, 10-minute session with him. And he asked me on the third day of those 10-minute sessions, what's holding you back? And I said, my weight. 
And he said, well, what's, you know, what's that got to do with what we're talking about? And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well, I weighed 298 this morning. You know, I was down from 304. And it was about two weeks in. And he said, well, how tall are you? So I'm 5'11". I'm not nine feet tall. And, and, he, and he said, well, do you know what to do? Okay, now this is something I would say to everybody listening. Because a lot of people, I think, see, see our story and they're, they're wanting me to tell them what to eat. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so I, I said to him the same thing that I would say to anybody listening, do you know what to do? A hundred percent. I knew what to do. I knew exactly what to do. In fact, I followed a plan that I failed on years before. Okay. I failed on multiple times years before. I just knew that that was the one that I would choose. Okay. And, and so he said, well, why don't you do it? You know, I said, I just can't seem to fill in the blank, stick to it. Everybody, you know, that's this thing we all say. And what I was really saying is I just hasn't, hadn't chosen and made it important, important enough to stick to it. He didn't, you know, he didn't hit me on that, but that's really what I was saying. And he said, well, if it was, if you could stick to something, he said, he said, how would you do that? And I said, well, I, you know, and, and Biggest Loser was really popular two or three years ago. It may still be. I don't watch much TV. And, um, but, but <laughs> But yeah, and I said, you know, I said, if it was, if life was like that biggest loser and, and all my, our friends, our people we went to college with, people I went to high school, church, all that would watch me weigh every day. I think I would have uh, that accountability would make me stick to anything. And he said, well, how would you do that? I mean, he was asking and without thinking, I verbalized what I said, what I was thinking without, you know, thinking about it. I verbalized this what I said. And, and it was, well, I guess I could post my skills on Facebook every day. And he said, you know, when the minute it came out of my mouth, I was like, Oh crud, I didn't, can't believe I said <laughs> and, and he said, and he said, well, he said, and he jumped on it just like, he said, do it now. He didn't say what an interesting idea. He said, do it now. Those were his next words. And I said, no, I'm 298. When I get to be 289, I'll feel better about myself. I can do it then. And, and he said, no, Alan, you get, you, you don't understand. He said, this is a crossroads. He said, you'll never get this chance again. And he said, you've got to do it. And I literally, if you go to transformmyfuture.com, our website, you see a, a guy that's jumping across. I felt like that guy that I was jumping, except there was no cliff to jump to. That's exactly how I felt the first time I posted my scale. And it was a cry for help. It was, Hey, join me. I don't want to do this alone. You know, I'm, I'm morbidly obese. I've got to get this weight off. And if somebody will join me, but I'm going to 175 by November 22nd, 2017, I, I set a list of parameters and immediately I started getting messages. And one of those individuals that sent me a message, I won't say his name because I don't have permission to, but he, but he probably wouldn't mind. He's, he's somebody that uh, I hadn't seen in 20 years. He was about the same size as me, a few pounds heavier. And when we knew each other back in the day, we were both a lot thinner. And, um, and he told me that he had been struggling with some other health issues that were life threatening. And, and he said, uh, I, I need to do this. I need to get my weight down. He said, what are you selling? That's what the first thing he asked me. He said, what are you selling? I said, I'm not, I said, I'm not selling anything. I'm just fat. And, and he said, well, I may join you. I said, he said, well, I said, we'll do it today. And he said, well, I got to get a good scale. I got to get a good scale. I'm like, get it. okay. I said, okay. And so, um, a couple days go by, he hadn't posted the scale, you know, every morning, like we talked about. And I remember where I was sitting. We live in, we live on Amelia Island, Florida. We moved here about 15 years or 19, how many years ago? 15, 
15 years ago. We moved here. 14, actually. This moved, moved here 14 and a half years ago. There we go. I'll split the difference. Uh, 14 and a half years ago, and I, and I was working in Jacksonville selling insurance at the time. And I, and I remember where I was sitting. I was on Beach Boulevard, the corner of University Boulevard, on the way to see a client. And I said, well, I haven't heard from this, this individual. So I picked up the phone and I, and I called him and he picked up and I said, I said, I thought you were going to post, post your scales. And he said, um, he said, well, I, you know, I, I still haven't had a chance to get one. I said, that look, will look good. I said, do you know what you weigh today? And he said, yeah. And I said, where are you? And he told me where it was. It was where we used to live. And, and I knew exactly where it was sitting. I said, so you got a good cell signal. So you got a good internet signal because you're talking to me. And I said, here's, here's the thing that that sickness that you're suffering from that has nothing to do with obesity. As far as we know, I said, that may kill you. I said, it was a second go around with this particular illness. I said, it may kill you. And I said, if it does, I said, and you've done everything you can. I said, that's all you can do. I said, but I said, but wouldn't it be a shame? I said, wouldn't it be a shame? I said, if you, when you got to heaven and you met Jesus, if Jesus came up to you and says, Oh, you know, so-and-so I'm, again, I'm not gonna say his name. Oh, oh so-and-so you're here 10 years early. It wasn't your, it wasn't that illness that took you out. It was, it was the fact that you couldn't stop eating, that you chose not to. I said, wouldn't that be awful? And, and he's and I said, go post your post, what you weigh, get a scale tomorrow. He did. He lost over a hundred pounds. And, and so, and he's still around by the way. So he, that, that sickness hasn't taken him out. So, so the point being, when we make things urgent and important, both, and I mean, this is something a lot of people in personal development talk about all the time, you know, something gets done. When it becomes, if it's all about having a 32-inch waist and six-pack abs, that's what I say, and I use a lot, it's probably not going to happen because you could have had that all along. It's when it becomes more than about the, the food. More, And are there great diets out there? Absolutely. In fact, Matt, can I tell your story? Do I have permission? Yeah. Okay, Matt. Matt's in, in my program. I, I have a program for men, mastermind program that Matt was in the beta launch. And when I invited Matt into it, it was it was all about the food. Okay, which is fine. Which is fine. I, I listened to all that. And uh, and I re, I'll never forget. I was in Jacksonville. This is this. He's such a great testimony for this and what in of doing the shift. You asked me about the mindset shift. Well, this is how it works. And I'm going to use him as my example. When he called me. I was over in the north northeast side of Jacksonville. I remember where I was driving, and he says, "What healthy snacks would you get at Arby's?" <laughs> and I, when your family, first thing I thought to myself was, "So what are you doing at Arby's?" So you know, nothing wrong with Arby's. I said, but I said, and I was, I, I wanted to do this. So pull my hair. I said, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. I said, I'm. A, I said, Matt, are you up for me fixing this right now? Are you in? And he said, he said, yeah, I'm in. I mean, Matt's such a great student. I mean, he's so coachable, so easy to work with. He, he really is. And, and so even though in his mind, he was probably saying, what's this crazy person saying to me? But, I, but yeah. all I did was, <laughs> all I, did was I, I Googled. I pulled my car over and I Googled. And this is how, if I want to find a great recipe or find a place to go, I say best whatever in the United States in 2019. So I put in best diet plans in the United States 2019. That's what I entered in my cell phone, okay? So I hadn't done this, this was all on the fly. And I found this US News and World Report list. It's a great list, has the program that I use on it, has the program a lot of people do. And I said, okay, you got, I can't remember if I said 30 or 60 seconds, you gotta pick one, yep. okay? 
And, I, and, and so he said, right now, I said, right now, you got to pick, make a decision. Because see, that's half of it is making a decision, which being decisive means to cut off from other things. And so Matt picks number one. Okay, now number one, I'm not, you know, we're not promoting weight loss plans or anything, but number one's a, a program that I failed on about seven times. Okay? <laughs> worst, worst choice on the list for me personally, not, not that doesn't mean it's bad because there's other guys that do fantastic with it. Other ladies do fantastic with it. But for me, I was like, oh, cruddy, pick the worst one. And so uh, it's what I'm thinking. I said, so here's the deal. Do you believe within with 100% certainty? that you, if you stick to it 100% of the time, that you'll reach your target weight. At the time, you were 262, I think. I, I mean, you, yeah. you post this on Facebook, so it's not like it's not yeah. telling private stuff. 262, and you want to be 180. And you, I said, with 100% with certainty, do you believe that you would hit that? And you said, yes. I said, okay, you got to stick to it. Give it 90 days. I think I said 90 days. That's yeah. that's that 90 days. So, okay, you were 262. So, Matt, tell everybody what you weighed this morning. This morning, I was 195. 195. So, you lost almost 70 pounds and by picking a random program that was a proven program in the United States of America. So, was it ever about the diet? No. And it wasn't for me either. It, it was never about it for me either. It's, it, it's not that it's not important. It's sure it's important. Just like the hammer, the nails, the tools at Lowe's and Home Depot, you got to have the, the, and the materials to build the house, but you got to have an architect. You're the architect for it. Okay. So, so when that happened, that shift took place from that. The same kind of shift was for me. It became more important and more urgent than my next brownie. Okay. I mean, I love brownies. I love nuts. I love this. I can make an idol out of any food. I mean, I still, but the challenge that we, we have is we tell ourselves, we, and me included, we tell ourselves that I can't do it, that it's not possible when it is. As soon as you make the shift to say, I've got to do it, and it becomes important and urgent, then everything changes. And, and Matt, and what was so cool about it, to see Matt's post on in, in Matt. And while all the men in, I, in my program, it, accountability looks different to everybody. Matt chose to post on Facebook, you know, which is really brave, uh, you know, to do it, if I do say so myself. And, but what's interesting is none of his posts now talk about food. They all talk about the podcast he's doing, the business he and his wife has started, the life that he's changing. When it becomes, you stop the great cover-up. As, as the weight came off, what was possible in your life became much more important than the next brownie or what to eat at Arby's for healthy snacks. Not that there's anything wrong with getting healthy snacks at Arby's. But, but so anyway, I don't even know where that started, but that's where it went. So <laughs> I absolutely love that. And, and it's a completely true story. There's so many different things that I've been able to accomplish because I shifted my mindset. Mm -hmm. Angie, I would love to hear what are some different things that you did to shift your mindset because I know men and women are different you know men are from Mars women are from Venus and, and, and we've heard some of the different things that drew Alan to uh, to make his life better to get healthier I, I would love to hear about your mindset as you switched gears and dove in truthfully I wasn't um, I don't think I needed quite the mindset shift because honestly we're together so much our eating habits were the same so for me I really like in the evening wasn't um, needing snacks and things like he had been but I would always have one anyway 
talk about competition. Because you're really good at that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that had, boy, that drove you. But it's okay. Well, I was going to get my weight off in, in the specific time we'd set a goal. And yes, like like Alan said, I mean, I was gonna, I was the first woman because I'm his wife. I'm gonna be always by his side. But the competition to let, get the weight off, posting the scales and having yes, people just like with Alan, people that I knew years ago, um, or my neighbors. Really, it was, it was um, not just a shock when Alan posted the scales without discussing it because we do discuss typically everything I would say this was one of the very few things that we did not discuss together in our whole married life which was uh, a few years as he mentioned earlier um, but she knows how to win but if you want somebody on your team and dodgeball I'm she's your girl to, I'm, I'm just trying to say this honestly, but I knew I was going to stick to our uh, plan <laughs> and I was going to get the weight off and um don't play her in dodgeball. That's all I got to say. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't going to let someone else get their weight off before me, even though I had a lot to lose. I had a date. We knew the plan worked and I stuck to it. I mean, I not, and I'll be honest, I had probably about, I, I think I can count them on one hand times that a little bit, not like going off the rail and having a two bone steak or an ice cream sunny, but a little taste. This man had nothing that was not, on the plan but i was eating seven times a day right so i just eat and, and i was eating like i was supposed to eat along with them too but yeah. it was not um it was yeah i was gonna get it off he wasn't gonna be the great looking husband i mean being my 188 self and truly i didn't realize i was 188 i mean yeah. I, I didn't feel i was 188 and the people that i was surrounding myself with weren't necessarily in the best health either so there wasn't that competition, if you will, as a woman, when you go out with your girlfriends to say, oh, I, you know, I can't dress like that or whatever, because truly I was in the thinner group <laughs> of that, so. She, well, she, not all of her friends are fat, because some no, friends going to no, hear no, that, no, so. No, right? no, no, <laughs> She's got a, bit, a lot of very thin friends. They're, but, and they're in all parts of the world. But, but she, but at the end of the day, it became about something different her than it was for me you know for me you know for at the end of the day it's about feeling beautiful you know the mm -hmm. ladies I mean I think it was and and she is a competitor like I said if you want if you want somebody to be on your team in dodgeball softball whatever she's the one she will she will play yeah. to win True, truly <laughs> having the the better health and being able to I mean I can walk for hours and hours and hours and I could walk long distances when I was heavy but but it's a lot different now you can I, I, it's just a different feeling but yes Alan said I'm very competitive in that way and I'm you've got me off track every time I <laughs> I'm like, okay you're wanting me to say no no, no I, don't, I just want you to tell the truth but you're no, awesome. no. <laughs> or the whole truth you know it's a, oh, she hey Angie Mr. Calling she was she should have been a stock car driver or a uh, or an FBI agent, mm -hmm. and she's really good at that. But so. it is fun putting on clothes that I had in college yeah. that we still have a few special things, and uh, being able to wear a dress that actually, when we moved here years ago, and our son he um, is 25 now, so he would have been about 11, and I was going through some boxes, and it was a dress I wore um, 
early college, late high school and early college on dates with this gentleman here when we met in college. And my son thought it was a hair, like a hair tie. It was my belt, it was a belt that went on the dress. And I could actually get where the dress is back in storage, but we were going through things and having fun trying on things. And yeah, that felt really, really, really good. Cause I was, you know, even a little thinner than I did get to um, on our goal. And actually I got a little too thin. I looked a little bit, you know, I'm happy. I'm there. I'm, you know, happy that we're, um, that Alan made that decision that morning, even if he didn't discuss it with me, because it did change our family. Um, not only, you know, are our children glad that we're healthy, but it's encouraged, you know, some of our sons, the older two, to do other things too, or to go out of their comfort zone. Like um, one was doing a channel for uh, wine and um, he's studying to be a sommelier. And so he, he decided to go get out and try to do some things that he w would not have had the confidence to do if he had not seen Alan specifically. You know, 129 pounds to lose is something that really is pretty incredible. So, and so Definitely, I, 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 Angie, one of the things I love hearing uh, about what you're saying is for you, it wasn't a conscious decision. Hey, what is it that, what is holding me back, right? It wasn't those, those simple questions, but instead for you, if I, I'm hearing you right, is for you is much more important about being a great spouse, about being a great supporter, about being a, an encourager for something that your husband really wanted to do is, is, is that right? True. No, true. And it's much easier to do it together. I mean, we have our meals together. Now, obviously, not always at that time, he was um, away from home some with, with the uh, work he'd been in. Um, but traditionally, we did have our really meals together. And that just helped so much to stay accountable to one another, not just, you know, and enjoy enjoy seeing each other do this because we did it for each other. And obviously for all the, he's who knew all the gentlemen specifically that he would help. And of course some ladies too, but um, this is what he's really meant to do. Well, it's, it's interesting too. Yesterday I was at my annual physical yesterday and the doctor was asking me, how are you keeping off? And I was, you know, and all the different things that he, that he was saying and, and we, you know, we had a pretty lengthy conversation, but one of the things he asked me, he says, does your pantry look different now than it did before you started losing weight? And, um, and I said to, and, and I said, well, actually my pantry really looks pretty lousy right now because my in-laws live with us and they like their, you know, their moon pies and different, different things that they enjoy and they're in their eighties. So they'll do what they want to. But he said, well, you don't find that hard. And I, you know, really not. I mean, it's, you know, are there trigger foods for everybody? Of course there are, but at the end of the day, it is a decision and it's about, you know, who are you going to be? And in is when working with the men that, that I work with, uh, it's, you know, a lot of them want me to tell them what to eat. I mean, they want to say, eat this, eat that. And, and it's interesting when they go the distance and one of the guys in our group right now, I mean, he's, uh, he's finally gotten some traction. He's figured out something on, on nutrition that works for him. It, it's, it's be, it's sticking to it. It's making it the most important thing because let's face it. 
you know, you can, you can have the greatest relationships in the world. You can have the greatest, greatest spiritual life in the world. You can have the greatest, you know, finances in the world. You can have the greatest wealth in the world, but you, all these things, but it's very unlikely that any of those are ever going to be achieved if, if you have, if, if you're morbidly obese. And I think it, it is the greatest cover up in the United States right now. I mean, 37% of all men of uh, adult age are, are considered obese. That's, that's one, more than one in three. It, it increases the likelihood of um, long-term diseases uh, to where, uh, not the, so much likelihood, but it's 18.8 years of an individual's life are sick who's obese. Uh, more than four years that the men don't live. And, and the thing that I play for, I mean, the thing that I, that, you know, we're, that I coach for, that I'm working with, it's not really about getting the guy thin. It's not about getting the guy thin. It's not about get, helping him figure out what nutrition, I'll help, but figuring out the, the nutrition or the exercise or any of that, what, what I'm really trying to get to is that guy's got a purpose that he's here for. He's got some reason. There's some reason that he was placed here on the planet. You know, I, I just have to believe that God had, had more than just us existing, being on the planet. And there's some, and there's some effect that he's going to have on somebody down the road, okay, down the road, whether, whether it be, you know, now or when he's in his 70s or 80s. And, and if, if statistics are right in those four years, I'm like, how many people would that guy impact? How different will the world be if that guy makes it those four years? I mean, how many, you know, his family, his spouse, the community around him, the people that he, that he's supposed to contact. My goal is to get the guy there. I really don't care whether he's got a 32 inch waist. I mean, I say, I don't care. I'd love for everybody to have, have that. I, I really, but it's not my dream. My dream is that, that these men reach that point where they touch the people they're supposed to touch. Cause if they don't, that's, that's really, that's really the tragedy. It's not, it's not the, the other stuff. Man, such so powerful, such an incredible testimony. And, and and again, I love that for you guys, it was all about making that initial decision. Once you make that decision, once you start realizing that decision, then you can, uh, at that time, you, you angle your car and then you drive it in that direction. And I love that that's something that you guys both, that you guys both did. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.